You're listening to History for Christian Teens, the podcast where we examine historical people, places, and events through the lens of the Bible, drawing meaningful lessons that we can apply to our own lives as believers. This podcast is designed for middle and high school age students, but mom and dad and everyone else, you're invited to listen in too. This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome to the History for Christian Teens podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff. And I'm your co-host, Kevin Niehoff. Thanks for joining us today. So I've got a quick story for you. Down the street, there's a Christian school. One day, the vice principal pops into a classroom during Bible class and asks little Johnny, who broke down the walls of Jericho? Little Johnny replies, I don't know, but it wasn't me. The vice principal, taken aback at Johnny's lack of basic Bible knowledge, later addresses this with the teacher. The teacher replies, Hey, I know little Johnny as well as his whole family, very well, in fact, and I can vouch for them. If little Johnny said that he didn't do it, then I, as his teacher, am satisfied that that's the truth. Even more appalled, the vice principal goes to the school's head principal and relates the whole story. After listening to him recount the issue, the head principal replied, I can't see why you're making such a big deal out of this. Just get three quotes and we'll fix the wall. (laughs) (laughs) All kidding aside... By the end of today's episode, if nothing else, you will know who broke the walls of Jericho. As you probably guessed by Crystal's intro, we're going to learn about a great military leader who trusted God in everything and conquered a prominent city through an unorthodox battle plan. Today, we're talking about Joshua and the Battle of Jericho. When I think of Joshua, I automatically start singing the children's Bible song about him. I'll spare you my singing voice, and trust me, that's a good thing. But the song goes something like this. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. There are several more stanzas, but you get the picture. Joshua is often most remembered for his role in bringing down the walls of Jericho, which is the major focus of our episode today. But who exactly was Joshua? Numbers 27, verse 18, refers to him as the son of Nun, Nun spelled N-U-N. The meaning of the name Joshua is Yahweh is salvation. An Israelite who was born into Egyptian slavery and one of the Israelites to accompany Moses when he led the people out of Egypt. Joshua lived from 1494 to 1385 B.C passing away at the ripe old age of 110. The major Bible text we will be using today as we study Joshua is Exodus 17, Numbers 14, and the book of Joshua. In the book, 10 Minutes to Knowing the Men and Women of the Bible by Jim George, the author describes Joshua as, quote, one of the liberated slaves who at the age of 50 becomes Moses' aide, his spy, his military leader, and ultimately his successor, end of quote. During the entire 40 years that the Israelites wandered in the wilderness due to their lack of faith, Joshua was a trusted assistant and committed understudy to Moses and obedient to God. Joshua also showed great strength and courage, just as the Lord instructed him to do. 
In fact, the phrase be strong and courageous or some variation of it is found three times in the first nine verses of chapter one in the book of Joshua. In verse nine, the Lord says to Joshua, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. For sure, Joshua is known for his strength and his courage, which serves him well as we take a look at one of the most well-known events in the Old Testament, the Battle of Jericho. We can find the account of the Battle of Jericho in Joshua chapter 6. However, what do you say we get some backstory first? As we have learned about Moses in episode 10, God would not allow Moses to enter the promised land because he had disobeyed a direct command from God because he could not lead the Israelites into the land and he was nearing the end of his life. Moses makes this request of the Lord and receives God's instruction for his successor in Numbers chapter 27 verses 15 through 22. Moses said to the Lord, may the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, So the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit of leadership, and lay your hand on him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest, who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua, had him stand before Eleazar the priest, and the whole assembly. It was Joshua who then leads the people of Israel to begin taking possession of the promised land, also known as Canaan. But Jericho stood in their way. The city of Jericho is thought to be one of the oldest cities in the world. Strategically located as a border city, ancient Jericho controlled important migration routes between the north and south and the east and west. In dramatic contrast to its desert surroundings, Jericho thrived as a fertile spring-fed oasis. It was a formidable fortress of a city with the stone walls that surrounded it towering high into the sky and the gates locked up tight so that no one could enter or leave without the guards knowing. To size up Jericho, Joshua sent spies to investigate. When it was discovered by the king that the spies had infiltrated the city, a woman known as Rahab the harlot, who the Bible says knew God was going to overthrow the city, hid the spies and helped them to escape. Rahab showed great courage and reverence to God by risking her own life to aid the Israeli spies. In return, the spies promised to spare her life and the life of her family when they returned to conquer Jericho. God instructed Joshua with an unorthodox strategy for the battle of Jericho, which Joshua carried out to a T. Reading from Joshua chapter 6, beginning with verse 12 and going on through 18, Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them and the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. 
They did this for six days. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except on that day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, the priests sounded the trumpet blast. Joshua commanded the army, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot and all who are with her in her house shall be spared. Because she hid the spies we sent. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Verses 20 through 21 then reads, When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in, and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord. Adding in verse 25, But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her, because she had hid the men Joshua sent as spies to Jericho, and she lives among the Israelites to this day. Before we call it a wrap for today, let's discuss our takeaways from Joshua and the Battle of Jericho and how we can apply them to our lives as believers. Life application number one. When we are in the center of God's will, we can be strong and courageous because the Lord is with us wherever we go. When the Lord was giving instructions to Joshua after he succeeded Moses as leader of the people of Israel, he encouraged him to be strong and courageous, but it comes with a couple of caveats. See if you can pick them out from the passage I'm about to read to you. Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, then you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So, were you able to pick out the stipulations God gave to Joshua in the passage that Kevin just read? Yep. In verse 7, God warns Joshua to be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Why? That you may be successful wherever you go. Then in verse 8, God tells him to keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. What reason did the Lord give for doing this? It's so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. So what's the promise then given for following through with this instruction? Right. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Great job. After giving the caveats to the blessings, the Lord then follows up with the exhortation. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Life application number two. You don't have to understand God's plan in order to obey his instructions. Oh boy, if there was ever a battle strategy that caused a military leader to scratch his head... It would have to be the one God gave Joshua for conquering Jericho. March around the city once a day for six days? Playing trumpets? On the seventh day, march around seven times? Then give a shout? I wonder what Joshua must have been thinking. 
But whatever he thought about the Lord's plan, he obeyed, and the walls came tumbling down. There's a saying that goes something like, God gives us just enough light for the step we're on. Often throughout our lives, God's direction doesn't make any sense. The Lord gives us some explanation in Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God sees things in our lives that we just simply can't see or comprehend the sight of heaven. So when the Lord calls us to do something that seems a bit perplexing with our limited earthly knowledge, we've got to remember that we walk by faith and not by sight, as it says in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7. Before we end the podcast today, let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for a godly man like Joshua and your word that tells a story of how you used him mightily. Help us to learn from his life and example to be strong and courageous as we follow you and do your will. Thank you that we can trust you to keep your promises and to always be with us, even when your instructions may not make sense to us. We know you will always give us enough light for the step we're on, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Bless each person listening in. May they grow in their relationship with you and hear your still small voice leading and guiding them in the way they should go. Give them strength in every situation they face. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kevin. And friends, thank you so much for listening in today. Links to the articles and resources mentioned in this episode and for further study can be found in our show notes at historyforchristianteens.com. Please join us next week when we look at the role Rahab, a woman of ill repute, played in conquering Jericho, and also how God's incredible mercy helped her to turn her life around and become an ancestor of kings. Got questions, comments, or prayer requests? Email us at historyforchristianteens at gmail.com. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook or Instagram using the handle at historyforchristianteens. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. If you like this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and give us a star rating on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Facebook too. Links to this and all the other resources mentioned during the podcast today can be found in our show notes at historyforchristianteens.com. We hope you'll join us again next week for another thought-provoking and insightful lesson in History for Christian Teens.